0: Everybody, good morning. It's Friday. We made it. Seemed like it would never come. <laughs> it has been a very, very long week. Your
1: boy over here is dragging ass, but I see everyone in the chat and is giving me life this morning. So good morning to everyone in here. Excited to talk some buckeye football this
0: morning. How you doing, Q? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. My alarm went off, and I was like, uh, ah, maybe. Man, the second one went off, and I was like, all right, it's time to get up. It's time to get with the gang. Of course, love love hanging out with y'all in the morning. It's impressive. Craig was in here early. He was in here early. He wasn't even 8 o'clock yet. So I was like, all right, <laughs> we, we got to get in here. So what up, Chris Drew? Big urn, I see you. Posh, what's good? Good morning. What y'all drinking this morning? What y'all got? I just got some water to get hydrated. But, uh, man, we got a great show for y'all. So um, let me go ahead and preview that before I do that. Go ahead and hit that like. Let's get let's get this I'll go going early. Let's push this show that way we can get out there and everybody can enjoy this morning goodness we got for them. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So today, obviously, NFL preseason. CJ and JSN played last night. We're gonna talk about that. We got a commitment this weekend, so we're gonna touch on a little bit of recruiting. Some black stripes. Obviously, we're taking off. So on the offensive line, of course, we'll talk about that and the quarterbacks. Talk Tim Walton. Talk. So we'll we'll talk about that. Um, but yeah, man, that's what we got going on for you today. Can't wait to jump into it, Ron. Man, you you ready for today's show, man? You look you look, you look a little lost over there. You, you come on, people need to get going. Lock in. I'm trying to find the energy, but I'm here. We here. We here. Let's talk <laughs> some CJ Stroud.
1: Let's talk some CJ Stroud. Last night uh we were doing some show prep i'm walking around my house i didn't even know the game started and i'm getting pinged already and the gosh on the spaces were letting us hear it with that first cj stroud interception so i just want to get your thoughts are you worried about cj after one bad throw or is it just the preseason
0: well give me one second cj because i love you but i love my guy chris drew more chris drew's in here early Happy first Super Chat Friday. We in here. Appreciate you, Chris Drew. So yeah, man. But um, CJ um, no, he he really doesn't worry me, man. Um, obviously only played two drives, you know, just first couple games. So two four. Um, probably had a little bit of stress. I seen that pick, man. It looked like <laughs> he just threw it to nobody. I was I was like, what's he doing? But um, man, he'll be fine. It's NFL preseason. He ain't playing on the best team. I was gonna be your second overall pick. So he's gonna have a little bit of struggle, but hey, CJ will be all right. He'll be all right. So can't wait to get it going. He'll be fine. And obviously, JSN, Let me go ahead and touch on him. Jason, three catches, twenty five yards. Like, let me know in the chat. But J- JSN was looking a little freaky when he was having the catches over the middle. I was like, oh. <laughs> all right, I'm a I'm gonna hold y'all down while Ron gets back. He just threw me a text. So you got hold on. Let me uh, let me get the let me get the big screen in here. Can I get the big screen? Ah, there we go. All right, y'all rolling with me right now till Ron gets back. But, um, yeah, so CJ played well. He did. I mean, not CJ. Jason played all right. He did decent. Not too bad. But a um, couple catches. So let me know what y'all think thinking of the preseason. Buckeyes coming in early. Let me know how they played. So we got CJ. But let me go ahead and jump into this recruiting news, man. So I'm going to go long-winded. Give Ron a minute to get back. We got a commitment this weekend from Jeremiah McClellan, four-star receiver. man. We'd have heard about this dude since, like, <laughs> like what was it, about five, six, well, maybe not that long, eh, like four or five months ago, talking about he was leading Buckeyes. He was leaning Buckeyes. So he was going in. Um, Obviously, when I add his wide receiver class, we got two in the fold. We got two five-stars, and my guy is back. So there he is. We got two five-stars. We're looking to add him. Obviously, when he plays, he looks like Jeremiah McClellan from, I mean, Paris Campbell. He looks like Paris Campbell to me. So another guy we got to get in the fold. Commitment is on the 13th. So to add that third wide receiver, but um it's another offensive commitment. So I ain't worried. It's a if it's a defense commit, I'm like, man, I don't know about this one, but as office commit, I feel confident Brian harline has got it. Got Ron back in here. There he is. Ron, happy to be joined by you again this morning. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, you know. so.
1: Yeah, I hear you. good. What did I miss, you know, since I was busy over here playing soccer with my power strip and kicking my whole setup unplugged, I just saw a computer locking and I was like, what's going on? And just everything just went out. So
0: that was cool. Sorry yeah. for the technical difficulties. You all right. Um, no, I touched on the rookies and then I was touching on um, recruiting. So tell them the Jeremiah club, four star receiver, um, really is really us in Missouri as far as I've heard, but we've been training for this guy for a minute. So definitely, definitely go ahead and lock this down. Lock this wide receiver class down. Uh, me and you were actually watching his highlights yesterday, and he, he reminds me of Paris Campbell when he's actually moving and getting the ball in space and, and running down the sideline a little bit. So, definitely talk about him. Do you think he comes here, or do you think uh, Missouri might pull him away? So, I was I was convinced this was a Buckeye
1: lock until I'm about to go to bed last night, and I see Jay Wimbro the media director for South Florida express posts a picture that says soon with the Buckeye emoji. And it's a photo with Cornell Tate, Brandon Ennis and Josiah trader. So in my head, I'm thinking my, my, my theory has always been, if we get Jojo, it will be because all of the Ravens choose to come to Ohio state. That means Zaquan Patterson. That means chance Robinson. That means Jojo trader. So that gave me a second for pause when I saw that picture last night. I don't know if Jay's just stirring the internet up on a a Thursday night, or is that something to really look into? Because if McClellan's in the class, do you have room for two more receivers? I feel like there's always room for JoJo. I don't know where they are with Chance. He just recently got an offer in the last month. I don't know if that's pushing uh, Jeremiah McClellan's hands, so – I was very confident going into this, but that gave me a little bit of pause going into this recruitment and commitment.
0: Um, Yeah. And I think, I think you take McClellan, man, he's a, he's a little bit different guy, speedy guy, definitely get the ball in space and sort of be that kind of dude. And then I would, I would pair Jojo after that. And really, he wants to play offense or defense. Eventually and I would, that would, I would roll with my four and I'd be like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> turn either of them down. Those are, those be my preferred, but um. Yeah, man, definitely excited. Obviously, again, it's on the 13th. So it's trending us. We'll see. Chris said uh, Mizzou is pitching them to be, to be the man there, which obviously the opportunity is open. So we will see, man. Comes down. These recruiting Whoa. battles, you, you never know how they're gonna go. One of my biggest concerns, though, is your favorite phrase. Oh, he's too fast to play here.
1: <laughs> Might be too fast to play here. I mean, he's a blur on the screen that guy can really move. And you know us. We're not big on those speedsters. J Mo had to transfer out. So we'll see what happens there. He may be too fast to play here, but I hope not.
0: Yeah, yeah Mookie dipped out too, man. I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of speed just walks out the building for some odd reason. So hopefully he's not. But since we're on recruiting, obviously got some people to touch on. So Edric Houston is the guy we want to touch on. We want to make sure. Um, He's still in the running. So what I what I go is I go by my Ron, because he, he gets all the inside info. So Ron, how we doing? <laughs> so, Patrick Houston. so so there's this
1: guy, Steve Wiltfong, right? Mm-hmm. He used to be the best in the game. And when he put in a crystal ball, it meant something. When he spoke, it meant something. These recruits are making a complete mockery of Steve Wiltfong this recruiting cycle. Lying to this man. And Wilfong is scrambling to keep that 92% on 247 because he's put those crystal balls in while the kids are in front of the microphone. Like, oh, you know now, like two minutes before the announcement, like is that really a crystal ball prediction or is that, you know, someone petty spoiling uh, a kid's commitment to be right for a percentage on their website? Um, but Wilfong is coming out and saying that he still likes the Buckeyes for Edric Houston. Normally that would give me confidence. Right now, a little bit of concern because this man Will Fong has been whiffing as much as Miami recruiting.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I remember we had the uh, the show set set up for Lightfoot, and literally changes Crystal Paul two minutes before the show, and we're just like, oh Lord! And you know, we got now we got a show. We're about to ride all this momentum, and it's gone because we thought he was coming here. So. I- um I was super excited. We got a call up to the big leagues. We're on the menace
1: platform with Chris Drew for the corner. I'm like, oh man, we're going big time. We're going Hollywood. We're about to have a party. And then Wilt Fong switches to Crystal Ball, and then we're all sitting in the pre-production, I'm like, well, oh, we still have to go live.
0: Yeah, we go that go <laughs> <of> that show. <laughs> oh man, that's too funny. But yeah, man. So that's um. That pretty much wraps up our recruiting news. Let me see what the chat is talking about over here. And also, don't forget, man, like that video. Share. Shout out to Doreen, man. She's on the timeline every morning sharing the video, letting people know where to find us. So we greatly appreciate it. We're getting that advertising budget ready for you. (laughs) We're going to see how much you're asking for. (laughs) Well, let me see. So, um... Let me see if they, Craig says, if they pull Patterson, I forgive Perry for fumbling his cousin. (laughs) We're not forgiving Perry for fumbling his cousin. He does not get a pass for that. But, uh, no, definitely, definitely got to go get Patterson. Uh, Let me see. Yeah, Chris uh, Chris is cussing out Steve Wolfong in here. Let me see. Buckeye Eric, he's not coming. He's going to Bama. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll, We'll see what's going on, man. He's talking about Edric Houston. So, um yeah, let's go ahead and jump into the black stripe situation. So. We had a couple black stripes removed And obviously off both on the offensive line Which is very important for us So Vic Cutler, Jimmy Simons who Jimmy I thought, Simmons Jimmy, Jimmy Simmons who I thought was Was John Simons <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was by I feel like this is just like I feel like he's like doing something Illegal so he just changes his name <laughs> Just slightly so people Don't know who he is We for, find out we
1: got a scammer at center Yeah like, We're looking for <laughs> John Simon, Well, I'm Jimmy Simmons. Or whatever his name is.
0: So so they heard about
1: that two million dollars uh Jim Knowles was getting and they're like, Yeah, we're about to come tap into that bank account.
0: Well, he goes to NIL and he's like, he's like, yeah, this is John Simons. And then to gets a mustache and comes back as a Jimmy Simmons. Johnny
1: Manziel. <laughs> he got the Johnny Manziel Vegas oh blackjack man. table disguise on. Blonde wig um. and a mustache <laughs> for Jimmy Simmons at practice today.
0: <laughs> All right, let's, let's get serious, man. So, Jimmy Simmons and Big Color both got their black stripes removed, both transfers in very important. Um, good uh, lord, Simons uh, is going to play one of the tackle spots. You definitely would have to believe Big Color is battling out at center. One. How important is it that their black are removed early in camp? So we know they're definitely playing good ball. Two, do you think either of these guys will start? And which position do you think? Because uh, color can play guard. He can play tackle. I don't think he's going to start at guard, but definitely center. And then Simons is either right tackle or left tackle. So let me know.
1: I'm kind of confused, bro, because this coaching staff has me in a blender right now. I don't even know why they're having these interviews, because like, they're giving us nothing. Like, oh, everyone's trying. We're giving everyone a chance. It's a rotation. Nothing's locked in. But I'd like to know by next Thursday. It's like, what? Like, is it really a battle? Or are you just like feeding us spin? I think if anyone has a chance to play, I think it'll be Jimmy Simmons in that tackle rotation. Um, I think Vic will be behind Carson Hensman this year. But I mean, they alluded to that might not be a guaranteed lock Uh, with Carson in there. I feel like they're trying to keep everyone on their toes early in the camp season, but I think with his size and athleticism, the playing experience that he had last year as a true freshman, I think Jimmy Simmons is the one that's most likely to get that playing time. I'm just not sure who they're most comfortable with on the left and right because they're not really giving us much uh, indication of who's really uh, taking a step in that battle. So I'm not sure if I'm ready to commit to Jimmy at left or right tackle, but I feel like he might he's going to come out victorious in that
0: tackle battle at one of the ends. Yeah. I always thought Simons was going to be that left tackle and moving Fryer over right. That's what I would win. He's a more athletic guy. And obviously um, Fryer, maybe not quite as athletic, but when he did play right tackle, he did play pretty decently. So that's where I would go. Um, As far as Cuddler, I don't know. It seems like high, it seems like uh, Carson Hensman really has that center spot kind of locking down. It looks like, and he's the younger guy. So, Obviously, he's playing well, so we will see there. But it's just very important that the offensive line is playing well, man. That's the we, we talked about it most of the offseason. That's the position group I'm most worried about as far as winning a championship. So we're gonna we're gonna see what happens, but definitely big time news for roof, guys. So now let's um let's hop over to interviews. But before we do that, we got 22 people in here. Make sure y'all like that video, share you get a chance, get get some more people in here. We gotta get some more morning people up in here. And also, don't forget, we did a Johnny football doc the other day. It's actually trending pretty well because I think more people are starting to see it. So check that out if you have time. That, that was a good time. And they our 15-minute, also- fifteen 52-minute 15 minute stream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was Ron's fault. It was supposed to be 15 minutes. Ron just kept talking. So we're get it. Now I see Travis in the chat with an OHIO. I got you. So yeah, man. So speaking of people who don't really give much on interviews, one of my favorite interviewees is Tim Walton, because he never gives me anything. Nothing but coach speak. Nothing but coach speak, but he did talk. So I'm going to ask you, um, what did you get from Tim Walton as far as his cornerback room? And do you feel like these corners are ready for a level up? Um, I didn't get much, but I'm not sure if this is a narrative they're pushing
1: or if this is really how they feel Tim's interview sounded very similar to uh, Perry. Um, he believes his guys are playing much faster and processing his defense significantly better, having been in the system for two years. This is a lot of these guys' first year in the um, or first year having consistency as far as no defensive coaching changes, no coordinator changes. So seeing these guys comfortable in the system. Um, I know a lot of the guys talked about. Knowing understanding what Jim Knowles is going to call understanding things situationally pre snap and not just uh, covering routes. So that development and that uh, mental jump that they're making, I'm hoping that, you know, it translates on the field and we're able to see these guys flying around because there's been an emphasis on processing faster and being
0: able to uh, move faster on the field, giving that uh, comfortability with the system. Yeah, he did talk a lot about that. He talked about a little bit of ice discipline and guys just getting better at their fundamentals, being in the system longer, and um, guys just developing. Like I said, he never, he never gives much, but what I did read into it is his confidence in this group. L- along with Perry Galliano. they both felt like their groups can play. And you know? like I said, I am thinking corner is probably going to be four deep at least. So definitely has the guys that do it. I'm um, definitely looking forward to the transfers in. Obviously, Igben Nelson coming in and things like that. So, he, he feels like this group is in a good spot. So, and obviously, my opinion was also Tim Walton kind of got ran on last season a little bit, but from the corners at the beginning of the year to the end of the year, I felt like they made a big jump. They were playing well at the end of the year. They were not li- the liability. So, definitely trusting Tim Walton to get it done. Um, so, player interviews first was Igben Nelson. Um, go ahead and let me know what you got from his interview. And where do you feel like he's going to end up playing? I'm glad you asked that last question because Mm -hmm. one of the last minutes that
1: we had on Tim Walton is that he said that he's still moving guys around and still figuring things out. We got a lot of contradictory information yesterday from these player interviews, because I feel like some of them were talked to the SID before they went out there and were prepped up on what to say. And some of them went out there and talked and, I mean, Iggy told us after they changed his position to safety on the roster, he's not repping at nickel. He's only repping outside. And then when they talked to Denzel Burke, they asked him, who are the two starting corners? And he's like, I can't tell you that. And they asked him, is that because you don't know or because you're not allowed to share that information? He said, because I'm not allowed to share that information. So how does (laughs) Tim Walton not know who the starting corners are, but Denzel Burke does? (laughs) <laughs> I I'm interested to see what comes of this open practice, because if they're still trying to hide things from the media, if they're playing games or if, if these guys are really repping at the positions that they're saying they're repping at. So I'm interested to hear what that, what that starting lineup looks like that back five, who are the outside corners, who are the three safeties because we have Igbenosa and we bring them in from Ole Miss to play corner. We list his position in safety. Everybody's talking, Igbenosan at the nickel, Igbenosan at the nickel. And this camp, he's only been repping at outside corners. So that was my biggest takeaway from his interview. And then they, they really hammered home on um, what he's been learning from Tim Walton since getting here. And he said the emphasis on his eyes and being more disciplined. So yeah. I thought that was really interesting to hear um, as far as one of the things he's really developing since getting here
0: um yeah man just to follow that i'm right with you they did list him at safety everyone thought he's gonna play the inside corner but i'm like this dude, do six one two hundred you want him guarding a marv size receiver you want him guarding that bigger receiver on the outside why would he play inside and have to deal with slot guys i don't know that's where i would have put jordan hancock who did say he was he was doing some reps as inside corner so the the point is he was always right basically always what? right they Sorry, the- my audio cut out there. What happened? <laughs> no, no, it didn't. Did you say something? It's, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I learned yesterday in big homie space. You can hear what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm have to drop you. So, like I said, Q's always right. But um, yeah, that's that's what I expected. Burke, uh, Igmanos on the outside, Hancock on the inside. So I'll go ahead and jump into Hancock's interview. So let's jump over there. Um, he did say he was fully healed. He did say he was cross training. What did you get from Jordan Hancock's interview?
1: That he's not the out- starting outside corner long. <laughs> I mean, if this was, ri- I mean, they're talking about like this is written in blood. <laughs> like that Jordan Hancock's the outside corner. This man did not seem like he was aware of what position he was going to be playing this year. He's cross training at nickel. He's uh, cross training at corner. He said he's comfortable in both places. Um, so, yeah, again, this is like, it was a very weird day of interviews because we sat in a, with a playlist of all nine interviews and someone would say something and then the next guy would get up there and be like, hmm, that's interesting. So I feel like uh, we're going to really get a clear idea of what's going on. In that secondary today with the second open practice, I don't think they're playing games right now or disguising things from the media. Guys need to start repping at the positions that they're going to be playing. So I'm interested to see where guys are lined up uh, at camp today.
0: Same here. It's just good to have Hancock back fully healthy. It's been a couple of years. I mean, I remember the recruitment battle of us getting Hancock. And um and uh, what, what's, what's the one dude, uh, RJ Young? I was arguing with RJ Young on the timeline. I was like, bro, Why? we're going to. Because he was like, he was like, he was talking about Jordan Hancock. I'm like, yo, you you never going to flip Jordan Hancock, right? He was like, I've never seen a commit flip from Clemson ever. It's never happened. And until it happens, I will not admit that it would, could possibly be a possibility. And two flip- Clemson commits flipped <laughs> that summer. Uh, both Corey Foreman and Jordan Hancock. So I was right. He never gave me my credit either. I, I was up there. <laughs> Probably blocked know, your yeah. ass, bro. Yeah. Me and this other dude was both in the timeline. I like, bro, we told you. Just give us our credit. He never, he never talked back to me after that. So is what it is. RJ Young, I still want my apology. But <laughs> let me get back on. So Denzel Burke is our other guy. And Denzel Burke talked. He seems confident. But he has some interesting things to say. I will throw it over to you. They did ask him who had the best interception of the offseason run. Let us know what he said. So they asked that question to quite a few of the
1: backs and Denzel had an interesting, um, interesting answer. He said, I don't know who had the best interception, but I had the only touchdown. That was one of the questions that we had in our stats prediction, uh, episode was, uh, there's a lot of emphasis, emphasis on the fact that our corners didn't have any interceptions last year. So they're looking to get their hands on the ball this year. And, uh, it's good to hear that, uh, Denzel was taking things back to the house and then our goofy ass beat writers, you know, using their uh credentials to best use asked him who threw the interception as if he would fucking answer. <laughs> he's like, you guys are tripping. Like, are, are you serious? Like, you're not talking to a freshman. You're talking to one of the uh, one of the leaders on his defense. Like, you think he's going to throw the quarterback who threw an interception under the bus during an unannounced quarterback battle? Like, just pure goofiness. Uh, with those microphones when they get in front of players sometimes. So that was, that was, that was one of my biggest takeaways, but like the confidence was just exuding from Denzel during that interview. It sounds like a guy that is really, really, really locked in. He put an emphasis on, uh, focusing on transforming his body this year and really Uh, taking care of his diet and just really locked in and like you could hear the confidence in the way that he spoke and he talked and and that was something else that he talked about just his overall confidence and how important that is for a corner so I'm really excited for the season that Denzel Burke's gonna have because he just seems like he's ready to roll he's heard the talk this offseason we can guarantee that so I, I think he has a big season ahead of him
0: yeah, man, you said all there. And I actually want to ask a couple questions to the chat. <clears throat> so um, obviously we didn't have really any interceptions last season from the secondary. I want to ask as a secondary over under six interceptions this season. It's not it's not a crazy number. So I do want to know the over under. And then I also have a second question. because I forgot to touch on this. Igbenosa said he was locking up Marv one-on-one. It's a 50-50 battle. He said he can guard Marv, and I forgot to mention that a second ago. So I want to ask the chat also, is that fact or is that cap? Now, I'm actually going to go on the side of maybe fact. Maybe I can see it a little bit, all right? This dude's big. He's physical. He can deal with Marv's physicality. And also, last season, Marv did not create a lot of separation. It was straight ball skills that how he was beating players on. Get a guy around his size, maybe he has a little struggle with that. So maybe it's actually fact, and you're like, okay, we, we got a player here. I can believe it a little bit. He's got the size, not gonna get pushed around. I don't know where Igbenosin's ball skills is at, but if he can do that decently, he might he might be a guy who, who can actually lock Mar up and like Chris Drew saying in the chat, Marvin's not physical at the line. And Igbenosin, nothing but physical at the line. So I want to ask y'all is that factor cap and over or under six interceptions? Let me know. Talking to Denzel Burke. And one thing I pulled from Denzel Burke too that was funny is they said they don't talk trash to the wide receivers like that. He was like, it's it, it's pretty quiet. I don't know. That that worries me a little bit. I, I want some jawing back and forth. You know, I want a little edge from this team. So that's one thing I heard that I was like, nah, like <laughs> like Tim Walton and, and Brian Hartley, need to get on y'all. Y'all need to be talking trash to each other. Somebody's got to win, winner-loser day. Somebody's got to get it better. I want to hear the chirping back and forth. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so they asked, I forget which corner they asked, they asked which person, I think it might have been Denzel, they asked which corner, or which wide receiver receiver. talks the most, and uh, he said the zone 6 guys are quiet, they don't really say much, which is interesting, that those guys just go out there, ball, line back up, and do
0: it again. Yeah, yeah. 100% 100 no, facts. So we had a couple more interviews, but let me see what the chat is talking about. Again, yeah, man, appreciate y'all joining us on on a Friday, Start your Friday with the weekend is started for us. We all in here, so appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all joining. Um, Touch y'all. Don't forget to like that video. We've got 26 people in here. We're trying to hit that over over 30 mark for before we get out of here. So appreciate you helping us out on that. So Travis says I'm gonna take over six interceptions this season. Hopefully we can get there. We need to get there, man. I'm 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 tired of BIA not making people off and seeing the ball going the other way. So most definitely be true. I know somebody had a prediction here. Let me see. Touch on uh, my guy. he had
1: a prediction that I want to talk about. He said, Iggy and Jermaine, make this guy the corners coach now. <laughs> that's who I'm trying to see out there. We need to get our boy Jermaine Matthews some reps this year.
0: Yeah, no, most definitely. And then Wayne Taylor says a concern of mine is with all the attention that Marvin Harrison Jr. Um is going to get. I don't think he will get any anything less than a double than double coverage. Yeah. So the other receivers are gonna have to feast. Well, luckily enough, he's got another blindakoff award we awardee final or not finalist. Was it what do they call them in the preseason? Watch list. Yeah, that's uh, yes, there we yeah. go. Watch list guy, not finalist yet. Will be finalist. We we hope so, but um He's got other guys around him. So definitely believe it should, if they do want to double him, that, that's your ass because <laughs> there's other guys who, who can make plays. So make decisions. But yeah, man, keep weighing in, keep hitting that over under six interceptions. Let me know. And let's move on. So we got a couple other guys. Ryan Turner. Um, Ryan Turner has kind of been the forgotten guy. I think I'm, you know, I might be the only one on this show who's mentioned Ryan Turner. I only did it once. <laughs> he came out
1: for his interview and I was like, I don't think I've we've been doing this podcast since March. I don't think I've ever said his name on the show, either Buckeye BS or the Buckeye Rose. So it was nice to hear from him and, you know, hear about his progression uh, through his freshman year and uh, says he's comfortable everywhere. And like every, every player on our defense, (laughs) I heard, I mean, JTT told me he was repping at nickel too. So I think we're going to have 11 nickels out there and uh, no one else playing defense. So it's, it's just interesting to hear where people are repping. Um, every they they claim that they're that he's doing well. So I'm interested to see who's actually playing nickel because at this point, if they told me Ryan Day was the starting nickel, I would go for it
0: because I have no idea what's going on at the position at this point. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, honestly, I've heard he's had a super solid off season. Or he's gotten he's gotten a lot better this off season, so that was good news. I um, mean, it was nickel from him, which I heard him and and Jair Brown was repping a lot of the nickel over the summer. So, um, interesting to see him actually get on the field and get some game time, and actually see if this guy can play. So definitely looking forward to him. Hope he gets the opportunity. But uh, man, he's looking good. He's looking like he gained some size. So. We will see what he can do on the field. So let's move over to Jair Brown, which I believe interview that
1: we watched because by far, if we were ranking the interviews from yesterday, there's Jair Brown, number one. And then everyone else maybe falling in around twenty four, twenty five. What are you thinking? Best interview we saw yesterday?
0: So definitely for you. I know that much. You can go ahead and tell us why.
1: He was asked about our guy Malik Hartford and said his he's grown a ton. He's super smart. His motor is relentless. Are we on to something here? We're now through 2 days of interviews and there's one guy that they keep talking about and it's Malik Hartford. Is this guy going to play this year? Like is it, are, are we are we sleeping on the possibility that we could see a true freshman start at one of these positions whether it be nickel or free safety yes we are
0: sleeping because he's not starting at free safety or nickel we got four safeties that <laughs> then can wake up <laughs> Honestly, i'm actually wide away we got four things that can play i don't think he quite cracks the rotation but like i said the other day it's good news he's coming along very early he's gonna get some time especially when we start blowing out teams like indiana no disrespect to indiana though but we, we have garbage time and we're, and we're playing against those guys. Um, obviously, he can get some games. I can get some reps. We can see what he can do. And like you mentioned the other day, these these Ohio guys in the secondary. And Des just mentioned, I see they're they're coming along, man. Talk about Jermaine Matthews, Malik Harford. Like uh, we got we got a couple more coming in next season. It's exciting to have this. Could we have an All Ohio secondary in a couple of years? Jair Brown, another Ohio guy. Fingers crossed. I yeah, think dude. I think it's possible.
1: I think Ohio, the Ohio kids, could be the ones that bring BIA back.
0: Yeah, man, we'll see. But that, that's definitely exciting. But yeah, man. No, um, Jair Brown, he's grown a lot. He's gonna he's gonna be a factor this season. He he did also say he had the best interception <laughs> of the offseason. season. So everybody was trying to get that claim. But um, Chris Drew, don't get banned in the chat. I see you over there rapping. You need to calm down. All right, you, you know whose chat this is. It might get put out. (laughs) No, I
1: see what Chris is saying. Fuck Indiana. Uh, Before we get on to this last interview with Lorenzo Styles, I want to talk about something, a question that they asked almost every corner. They asked about the freshman wide receivers, all of the corners they asked about the freshman wide receivers, and there was one name that came out first every single time. Carnell Tate. Denzel Burke went as far as to say he's the next great one. So I just want to get your thoughts on that. And he also had a very interesting comment about Brandon Ennis. He's going to be good, but he's got a ways to go, which is interesting to hear. He enrolled in the summer. He wasn't able to early enroll. I know his school doesn't allow uh, early enrollment, so uh, he finished out his senior year. And he's on campus now getting uh, getting into the swing
0: of things. But to hear that Carnell is still just going crazy is great. Yeah, man, which which is actually it's actually crazy because because um, Chris and Zach on minutes told me Carnell Tate wasn't any good. <laughs> they actually no. said Ohio State should stop recruiting him and he's the worst wide yeah, receiver exactly. that they've yeah. ever seen. Shouldn't even bring him in because he's got no talent at all. That's what somebody told me on the timeline. But no, man, as um as they, I'll give them credit, as they said on that show, um, dude's extremely talented. He needed to come in and work. And it seemed like he's done nothing but come in at work since so spring ball. He's been vibing. He's He's been up there. Everybody's been talking about him. Cardinal Tate has put in the work over summer. We develop players the best in the country. You know what Hardline does. So, I mean, obviously, he's catching on pretty fast. He's grown into the position, and, and, you, and you love to hear it. And all these freshman wide receivers, um, they've all gotten credit. And I'm going to give a shout-out to my guy, Bryson Rodgers. We haven't heard Bryson Rodgers a lot mentioned, like with the other guys. But – when he was the first receiver to commit and we committed, watched his highlights. I was like, bro, this dude can play. He's got good route running, he's got ball skills, he's got speed. He needs to put on some size, but he can play too. So let me throw my guy some flowers because I'm expecting big things from him as well. But it was definitely good to hear Carnell Tate. We know what he's we know he's dealing with. So the fact that he's on the field, he's balling out and just trying to stay focused and keep his mind off things. More power to him. Um, I can't wait to see him ball this season. For sure. Yeah, man. So um that was the wide receivers, but we did have a former wide receiver coming from Notre Dame over here, and he's now in the corner room. That is Lorenzo Styles. And that is a that was an interview I actually I actually made us watch. Ron was like, man, come on, man. I'm to I was like, no, nah, we're watching this one. We were <laughs> watching the player interviews
1: on Discord last night. So a little peek behind the curtain. We do our pre-prod uh I don't know, 11 30 at night, because you know, that makes sense. <laughs> as
0: late as possible.
1: <laughs> Me and Q are like normally dozing off on the Discord or in the stream yard as we're writing the show out. And I'm like, we're eight interviews in. It is 12 30. I want to go to bed. I'm not watching this Lorenzo Styles interview. Like, the show's written, we're done. He's like, that's the one I was most excited for. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, well, then we got another nine minutes before we're jumping off here. So, Q,
0: let us know your takeaways from this Lorenzo Styles video. Well, before I do that, we want to um, interact with y'all. So, drop some questions down in the chat. I'm gonna talk talk Lorenzo Styles, and we'll jump into that, and then we'll, we'll talk that and what we got going on to the weekend. So, got some questions? Drop them down. Let's know uh, Let's talk some ball before we before we get to this work day and get out of here on this Friday. Have a good weekend, um, Lorenzo Styles. Man, obviously talked about playing with Sonny. He was. Um, they said they didn't really talk about playing with each other in college, more so in the NFL. But he said definitely, you know, a dream come true to play with his brother. So that was awesome. He was talking about how he started to do that transition over there at Notre Dame. He was uh, cross-training at both before he went to full corner time. And just talked about his experience on the field will definitely help him going forward and transition over. And I'm, I'm just excited about this guy. Um, definitely his athleticism speaks for itself. We've seen it last year live and in person. Um, and he played corner in high school and did very well. And that's where Ohio State recruited him. It's only been, what, it's been what two years since then. So he's got a little bit of curve. He said he's he's getting better. It's an adjustment. So that will happen. But definitely expect him to be somewhere in that rotation this season of guys who, once we start blowing people out, we'll get in the game and get some reps. So I'm excited for Lorenzo Styles, man. I, I think, honestly, this is a – especially with the struggle we've had recruiting, we're starting to get more corners in the building now. But um, definitely with that depth being low, I think we still only, what, have six scholarship corners? Maybe what, six or seven? Maybe? Is it so I'm not sure. Right? I have to talk yeah, my it, head. yeah, six. Yeah, I, I think, think it's either six I think it's six,
1: so might have definitely. to bring another kicker over if we need. Russ, you <laughs> yeah, know <what> I mean, <laughs> so we'd rather have a bro, kicker Jake or...
0: Seibert on Marvin Harrison Jr. Get him some work. <laughs> yeah, we'd rather have a kicker. we have Lorenzo Styles, but um, but yeah, man, no, I'm I'm definitely excited for him. He's talented. He 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 can play. We know that, and obviously, put on a little highlight really wide receiver. So just having him having that transition and coming over, I'm ready to see it. More power to him. What do you think about Lorenzo Styles?
1: Uh, I'm super excited for him to make the transition. I, I thought it was uh, interesting that he said him and Sonny really never talked about playing at Ohio State together, and it was more of a, a league type of thing. I found that interesting. I felt a little bad for him in the interview by the, like, ninth Sonny question. I think he re- wanted to remind the beat, like, hey, I'm on the team as well. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But he got a lot of Sonny questions. Um, I think someone asked him. At what point did Sonny become bigger than you in life? I <laughs> think it was like seventh grade. Sunny was taller than Lorenzo. So um, I thought that was a funny question. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do. And like you said, I'd much rather have Lorenzo Styles out there repping on scout team than you know Jake Seibert or another, one of our nine scholarship kickers. I don't. I'm not sure the scholarship count uh, at cornerback, but I know Parker Fleming has at least
0: nine kickers on the roster this year. Yeah, and um, shout out my guy Trav in the chat. He said. Um, he said Jahad said Lorenzo is a dog and he's raw AF right now, but he's going to get there in a year or so. So no, definitely much power to him. I'm thinking he's gonna be a, in a year. I think we're gonna have a good diamond rep. We're like, man, we're good. We took that guy and now we got some death. But yeah, man, let, let us know the questions that you have. Um, go ahead and throw those in there and we'll jump into them. But yeah, definitely we got um the McQuellen commitment. This this was a Sunday, the thirteenth. So we do have that. Yeah, let weekend. us know in the
1: chat if we should do a live show for that one yeah. or hit us on the timeline if you want us to jump
0: on the stream for that commitment. Yeah, so we have that. And then also don't forget we got Buckeye BS every Sunday at 10 a.m. So you may miss us tomorrow, but we only give one day off. That's all we're allotted per week, and we will be back. Um, we do got a super chat in here. Um oh, oh, there. Right, there we go. So man Harbaugh's book, I appreciate you. How many defensive players are committed to this newest class? Actually, have the answer for you It's six right now, so yes, we have Miles Lockhart uh four-star corner out of arizona
1: we have peyton pierce four-star mm-hmm. linebacker we have bryce west the legend from glenville we have garrett stover uh four-star linebacker we have aaron scott five-star corner and we have
0: uh justin scott five-star mm-hmm. defensive mm-hmm. line yeah man so um We'll talk on that in a minute. It's, uh, it seems a little low, especially the way Georgia be recruiting. They pull, a, <laughs> they'll pull a defensive recruit out of Hatton. Um, yeah, man, a little bit of a slow. Well, Larry Johnson always starts slow, but this defensive line is moving very slow. No defensive ends committed. Guys that we wanted off the boards. Edric Houston is, is a must at this point. Probably have to find another defensive tackle in there because we got. Um, we missed on Jaden Jackson as well, who I thought we were going to get. So definitely got to get another one in there. Only one defensive lineman committed so far, at and lineman. our guy. Oh, go ahead, Ron. And our guy Rushman
1: corrected me. We have seven. I completely missed Jalen McLean. So yes, seven. All right, Ron,
0: you're you're fired. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm hiring Rushman to come in here and do. <laughs> <every morning. laughs> but yeah, so yeah, so, um, yeah obviously a linebacker. Um, missed out on KVA, so we're still in the hunt for one more there. We got Peyton Pierce. We got um Garrett Stover, who I really like Garrett Stover. Guys, playing safety in high school. Looks like he can run, moving there. And then the secondary, Aaron Scott, Bryce West locking it down, McLean's in secondary, so probably a couple more guys right there. So we do need to get it going, obviously. You know how State stops recruiting after June, so let's hope they've done enough to get us through the the signing class, but we got to pick it up on this defense end. And as we get more guys in here – We'll continue to talk about it. But I appreciate the super chat, man. Thank you, Hardball's Booker. I appreciate you jumping in here. Let's see what let's see what else we're talking about. Um,
1: our guy Wayne had a question. He said he knows Ooh. it's a sore subject for me, but has anyone heard anything about special teams? We need to have someone back there for the kicks and punt returns or just fair catch everything with Marv. <laughs> I think there's no excuse not to have a dynamic returner back there. I mean, even if it's a Mecca, I, you know I'm super – Against having our best receivers back there returning kicks. But, um, you know, we saw Mecca get close a couple times um, last year. So I wouldn't mind seeing him back there. But I feel like he plays such an important role in this team and you have so much depth at the freshman wide receiver position that um, one of those freshman receivers needs to be back there um, or Cam Martinez. I have not heard anything about special teams and it's kind of interesting that like we're not hearing about any returners or anything like that. So, I will be interested to see who they put back there, but I have yet to hear anyone. Oh, uh, Des said Evan Pryor. I think that would be another great choice. I'd love to see him either on kickoff, part return. I'm not I know one of the things like with returners, uh, there's a huge emphasis on just catching the ball because you don't want to give up a turnover, um in the kicking game where it's just, you know, you have the chance, you're finally getting the ball back. You don't want to give it right back to the team. So I don't know. I know one of the drills that they do is um, the punt catch where they have to keep the ball in their hand as they keep sending more at them. And they just have to keep catching them with their hands full. So I don't know how Evan Pryor would stack up against the other wide receivers in a type of ball security and catching competition, but I definitely think uh, he would be in consideration. And then I see, Brandon Innes in the chat. That is my absolute number one choice for this. I think he's so shifty in space, especially with the punt returns. You usually have to make someone miss quick, and I think he's one of the most dynamic players on the team with the ball in his hand. Um, we see his releases. So, if I had the choice, if they fired Parker Fleming and you know made me a volunteer analyst for special teams, I would absolutely have Brandon Innes back there returning kicks.
0: <clears throat> yeah, actually, you know, Horace really stole stole my guy. I was actually thinking like. You know, that guy we just talked to returned puns in high school. Lorenzo Styles actually was a, was a pun and a very good one in high school. So, I would he think. He was a
1: gunner. He was a gunner at Notre Dame. He did not return
0: kickstanders. Yeah, not at Notre Dame. I'm talking about a high school he returned. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's an option right there. You you don't want to put a mecca back there and get him hurt. He's very important. I mean, you got you know, I guess this walk on guy who we know got some athleticism, got some speed. Why not throw him back there and see what he could do? Um, Evan Pryor, I don't know about returning punts yet. I mean, I, I love to see him do it, but obviously he's a dynamic guy. As long as he's healthy, he can definitely do it. But um, yeah, Jade Ballard, man, kick return. If he's not returning kicks, what are we? doing? Like, I'll be honest. Like, really? What are we doing? So let us see him back there with Noah Rodgers. It was, it was another option. but Those, those would be my options for a uh, kick return.
1: Yeah, Des says Styles is pretty quick. We couldn't catch him, so. Yo, can you hear me? <laughs> yes,
0: sir. Can you hear me? <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I'm good. I think my internet was jumping out a little bit, but um, but yeah, no, it's definitely um. Y'all got any more questions? Throw them down. Ron, go ahead and uh, preview the weekend one more time, and we go ahead and wrap this up. Yeah, so I mean, we have Buckeye BS on Sunday at 10 a.m.
1: with our guys Mike and Cam. Uh, so make sure you tune in for that. We have the Jeremiah McClellan commitment on Sunday, so uh, we may do a live stream for that. This is the first open day. Of no streaming on Saturday from us. It'll be the first day we haven't been live in almost 10 days, I think, tomorrow. So maybe we'll find something to jump on and talk about. <laughs> or maybe do some sort of review for you because the content never stops around here <laughs> unless I kick out the power cord that runs my entire entertainment station. Q, let the people know where they could find you.
0: Well, folks, I appreciate y'all joining us this first Super Chat Friday. Shout out to Chris Drew. Shout out to Harbaugh for for chiming in. We really appreciate it, man. If you want to find me, CJ. Oh no, we had a quick question on CJ. Look, last night, um, struggled a little bit, but he's got time to grow. He only played two drives, so not not too much at all. So he he'll be fine, and I'm sure his highlights is out there on Twitter somewhere. But um, but yeah, so. Sweet Boy Quentin on Twitter, flying the Jaws on Instagram. Also, I'm on here at Modern League Films on TikTok and um and YouTube. And what comes out? The Dracula movie comes out. It came out last night. I was supposed to see it and I forgot something. I had to go back home. So I will have that review out tonight. I forget the dude who... Um, what's the dude that played Dr. Dre? He's in it. I forget his name. But, but he's in that movie. So I'll review that and have that up tonight. But yeah, that's where you can find me at, Ron. Where can they find you? You can find me on twitter
1: at two underscore t-e-e-s that's two t's you can find me on twitch at the same thing you can find me on tiktok at two shicey. before we get out of here i just want to thank everyone that supported us this week and pulled up and watched the buckeye roast with us shout out to everyone for the super chats thank you we appreciate that so much shout out to everyone with all the questions in the chat please smash that like button it helps us so much in the algorithm it uh It really helps our videos out. And make sure you're subscribed to the channel. We are so close to that goal of 1,000 subscribers. We're about 50 away. So if you're not subscribed and you're still here watching, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss any content from Best Damn Media. We appreciate all the support. And we may have a big announcement next week. So stay tuned for that as well. We appreciate you guys. Pulling up and always tuning in for the Buckeye roast here with us every morning at 8 a.m. Thank you guys, and I hope you guys have a nice weekend. Oh, you go ahead and go ahead and give us a, a an Indiana commercial before we get out of here, and tell us how much you love <laughs> those guys. <laughs> they about to ball
0: out this season because everybody except Ohio State. I'm East. No one but wants me to me hear that shit. <laughs>